Georgia's DBHDD is urging people to store and lock away all medications to prevent theft and keep them away from children and pets. Old medications can be disposed at Dropbox locations. Dropbox locations can be found at opioidresponse.info. Welcome to a bonus episode of the Bitter Southerner podcast from Georgia Public Broadcasting and the magazine I edit, The Bitter Southerner. My name is Chuck Reese, and today we have a special end-of-the-year edition of our show where we go through The Bitter Southerner's annual list of the best Southern albums of the year. We, every year listen to every record by every Southerner that we possibly can, and we try to put them in rank order by quality, and our list, our full list, which you can find at bittersouthener.com is 30 albums. Not going to go through 30 albums with you today because we'd be here all day and you probably don't want to listen to me babble all day long, but... Uh, we are going to run through the top 12. And before I do that, though, I want to make uh, a little note here. There will be explicit language in this episode, so cover the ears of the young ones if you wish. But sometimes good music needs to curse. Coming in at number 12 is a musical treasure, Roseanne Cash, with her latest album, She Remembers Everything. The song's called Eight Gods of Harlem. Rain falls on the paramedics, but they do not go inside. The street is where it all went down. The street is where he lies. A few months ago, I was in New York City to interview Roseanne Cash at her home. And one of the things that she really cares about a lot is trying to stop the plague of gun violence in this country. And let me quote Roseanne directly. I feel so strongly about gun control, and I was thinking about when a child dies from gun violence, it's not just the family's lives that are shattered. She co-wrote Eight Gods of Harlem with Chris Christopherson and Elvis Costello, and they perform on it with her. Someone's on his best behavior. Shit was on his shoes. Blood was on the handlebars. Nothing on the news. No one saw it coming. No one was to blame Daddy's got a broken heart He'll never be the same This record is really a return to a more personal style of songwriting with her after a few, like this series of three albums that were largely thematic in nature. Uh, here she's writing about the things she cares about herself.
at number 11, John Prine, and his latest album, The Tree of Forgiveness, is one of the best he has recorded in years. I want to play a little bit of one of my favorite songs on this record. It's called When I Get to Heaven, in which John envisions precisely what he's going to do when he departs this mortal coil. When I get to heaven, I'm going to shake God's hand, thank him for more blessings than one man can stand. Then I'm going to get a guitar and start a rock and roll band. Check into a swell hotel. Ain't the afterlife grand? And then I'm going to get a cocktail, vodka and ginger ale. Yeah, I'm going to smoke a cigarette that's nine miles long. I'm going to kiss that pretty girl. It has his customary, witty, incisive way of looking at life. John's thinking about mortality, but uh, he's not very mournful about it. And I always will remember these words my daddy said. He said, Buddy, when you're dead, you're a dead peckerhead. I hope to prove him wrong, that is, when I get to heaven. Cause I'm gonna have a cocktail, vodka and ginger ale. Yeah, I'm gonna smoke a cigarette that's nine miles long. I'm gonna kiss that pretty girl. I'm getting up in years myself, and I hear this, and I think, hey, I'm reassured. I'm comforted. I'm not alone. At number 10, we have the Chapel Hill, North Carolina, punk rock legends, Super Chunk. Super Chunk actually got mad enough to make a real protest record. Their music has always been hard smashing punk rock but they got very topical this year i'm gonna play you uh a little bit of the title song what a time to be alive Just in case you can't pick up the lyrics of what Mac McCollin is singing in the chorus, let me read them to you. To see the rot in no disguise, oh what a time to be alive. The scum, the shame, the fucking lies, oh what a time to be alive. Which pretty much sums up the way a lot of people feel these days. And for me, as someone who grew up when punk rock was the primary music of rebellion to hear these guys wailing away at the dying of the light at the diminishment of uh, some of our country's ideals man it just does my heart good it takes me back to my youth
Coming in at number nine is J.I.D., a rapper from Atlanta. His album, DiCaprio 2, is far and away the best Southern hip-hop record of 2018. Activation, activation, maturation, process, rap game too saturated, grab you lady, masturbation on the face, an acne patient, acting patient, so complacent, comfortable, a basic bowler, shit, hold my own, I own my dick, go shaloma, unpredictable, and roll with the clickable with big clips. He really raps so skillfully. When you listen to the first verse of Slick Talk, the second song on DiCaprio 2, you will hear 136 words spun out at you very skillfully in 15 seconds. In other words, he literally is almost as fast as an assault rifle. This the type of shit that have nickels and beef that slick talk, followed by some stick talk, then sleep. Pissed off, I done took my fifth loss this week. Big dog, I can scratch that shit off like fleece. I got a lot of shit to say, but I'ma keep my list short. I know a lot of your favorites not gonna fuck with this part. When I'm done, please know that I was trying to dish y'all. Cause if this is a competition, then I'm setting this part in my city. Who's with me? When I listen to to his record this year, the thing that strikes me the most about it is that you just take so much great joy in the man's skill. I mean, just his ability to throw out these streams of rhymes as if they were nothing and then to weave complex messages into them and the messages are strong and it just doesn't sound like any other hip-hop record. Heard niggas looking for a problem, but we don't even move into the rent, dude. My nigga hands itching finna rob some, better pray to God that he don't get you. Coming in at number eight this year is a band you may never have heard of called Marie Lepanto. This was a band formed by two longtime indie musicians from the South. Uh, one is Will Johnson, who is from Texas. Will has joined up with Justin Peter Kinkle Schuster, who was a member of a great band from Mississippi called The Water Liars. They got together to do this this new record, which is called Ten Killer. And let's listen to a little bit of the first song on the album, Patient, Patient Man. I might be forgiven According to song I might be a lost sheep According to the same song A patient, patient man What I love about this record is just the haunting sound of it. And both these guys have really yearning voices and their their lyric writing is sharp. And, uh, you know, Will is going to be the gravelier one in the mix and Justin is uh, has a little bit of a cleaner voice, but uh, they work unexpectedly beautifully together. And this is probably one of my favorite indie rock records period this year not just from the south but from anywhere a patient patient 
song I think about just the trials of life and how you know somebody said to me one time never pray for patience because God will give you something to be patient about and <laughs> I think that's what Will and Justin are wrestling with in that first song there is uh, how to acquire and maintain the patience that life requires and, and that's something I want to hear about all the time Coming in at number seven is probably uh, one of the biggest selling records on our list. It's by the Pistol Annies from Nashville, Tennessee, and it's called Interstate Gospel. It takes a judge to get married, it takes a judge to get divorced. Well, the last couple years, spent a lot of time in court. Got my name changed back. Yeah, yeah. I got my name changed back. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wanted something new, then I wanted what I had. I got my name changed back. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got the Pistol Annies consist of three great female songwriters in Nashville. Miranda Lambert is probably the most famous of them. Uh, Ashley Monroe, who had a great solo album out this year called Sparrow. And then Angelina Presley, whose album Wreck came in number two on our list in 2017. And together the three of them are amazing. And one of the things that they do is something we saw a lot of this year. They stand up for women in a really dramatic way. And a great example of that is a, a rock and roller on the album called Got My Name Changed Back, which is exactly what you think. It's a song about getting divorced and getting your name changed back because you're tired of that old guy you left behind. Let's listen to a little bit of it. You know, when I listen to this whole album by the Pistol Annies, I hear a bunch of angry, but confident, smart women at the top of their game. And that's why this album is one of the biggest rewards of the year. Coming in at number six is Andrew Bryant, another guy you maybe have never heard of with his album called Ain't It Like the Cosmos. Andrew has a gift. Andrew is able to express big ideas and big emotions with a minimum of words. We'll start out with the first song on the record called Robert Downey Jr.'s Scars. Iron Man was on the TV Pour myself another beer Thinking about all the pain that's in my heart Thinking about Robert Downey Jr.'s scars 
His three solo albums have been quite remarkable, particularly because of the lyrical economy you hear in them. Start again, to start again. And now I want to play you another little snippet, but from the last song on the record, which is called Pay Your Rent. What you hear all throughout this album is a regular guy trying to be a good dad to his young son and trying to figure out the way to be true to himself in the process. So just go to work and pay your rent. And try to love yourself and live It's a difficult thing for artists to raise children sometimes, I think, because artists live unconventional lives in many ways. Uh, they're not nine to fivers, and but there are very few of them who are able to write about those family relationships without coming off as maudlin somehow. And Andrew Bryant never does. He 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 never does. This is not a a, a parenthood record that will make you cringe. It's a beautiful record about the relationships that we have with the people we love and how we deal with the things that we can't tolerate. No, there's nothing bigger, man, this is it. No, there's nothing bigger, man, this is it. Coming in at number five is a truly unique record called Myth by a man named Lonnie Holly. Lonnie Holly's from Alabama, but he's based in Atlanta these days. In a distant shore you listen to I Snuck Off the Slave Ship. It's not dinner party music, and we should point out the song is almost 18 minutes long. But it begins with this line, in a distant shoreline, I could see me standing there, watching ships sailing in, ship after ship after ship, oh, sailing in, standing in wonder, standing there, watching the capture of my body. Watching ships, oh, sailing in. Ship after ship after ship, oh, Standing in one day, standing. 
Watching the capture of my body to take me somewhere. One of the things that we have to wrestle with in the South is is the history of slavery. And I had never heard anything quite like that monumental song. It's it's because what he does is he, he starts there on the shore in Africa and, and, and you see him in the holds of slave ships. And then he goes on from there to track essentially the entire history and even take a stab at the future of African-Americans. You know, how, how the fields turned into factories and, and then into technologies. And, and, and you know, I, I love toward the end of the song, there's this line, now I'm on further exploration. Lonnie's always going further, you know, but this is the most challenging record that came out of the South this year and one that delivered on its challenges in an amazing way. I mean, we all felt very strongly about the record, but you know, we also felt like it was really important to turn on a lot of people to Lonnie Holly who maybe you have never heard of him before because most people haven't. And, and you know, he's a remarkable individual. Mirror that reflects how humanity would turn out. Coming in at number four is Casey Musgraves, who grew up in tiny little Golden, Texas, a little town in East Texas, northwest of Longview. This record, Golden Hour, is like, this is her falling in love record. The most brilliant thing that she has always been able to do, you know, from the get-go, she's had a way of capturing these beautiful little word pictures of Southern small town life. and. You know, Slow Burn begins with one of those. Born in a hurry, always late, haven't been early since 88. Texas is hot, I can be cold. Grandma cried when I pierced my nose. So she 
pulls you right into that world that she's always built for you. You know, the, these incredibly brilliant pictures of small town life in the South. And, and, and then, you know, the production on this record, though, it's, it's almost like her saying, oh, sod off country music establishment. I don't need you. Uh, this has even got a disco song on it, High Horse. Oh, I bet you think you're John Wayne Showing up and shooting down everybody You're classic in the wrong way And we all know the The first verse of High Horse is, Oh, I bet you think you're John Wayne Showing up and shooting down everybody you're classic in the wrong way, and we all know the end of the story. You know, it's 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 lyrics with a knife. I'm of the punk rock generation, and if you chose to be on the punk side of things, Disco sucked in all its forms. You know, my, my views on that have since moderated greatly. But I got to admit, when that record came out earlier this year and I heard that, that, that song, I was like, uh-uh. But I just kept listening to it because I was listening to the record and I'm, I was like, I bet I'm going to wind up skipping that song. Now it's one of my favorite songs on the record. One other thing I would like to add about why we picked a pop record, I think its poppiness was important to how a lot of women received that record. Uh, when we were debating, you know, who went where on the list, uh, one of my partners, Kyle Tibbs-Jones, uh, said, you can't forget that this is a record that brought millions of women joy, and we needed it this year. And that's an absolutely valid statement you know and if if she if somebody that brilliant can cross over into pop god bless her we need more like her coming in at number three is a young woman very young 23 years old lucy dacus from richmond virginia and her album is called Historian. We're gonna to listen to a little bit of a deeply moving song called Pillar of Truth. Your hands are folded. Your eyes are closing. Your words are broken. Turning 
into dust. Lucy Dacus has said that that song uh, came about as a result of uh, her final visit with her grandmother in Mississippi. Turn into dust. I will admit crying the first time I heard the song because I think it, it you know, any of us who have lost a, a, a dear loved one knows what that feels like, but to hear someone describe it in so few words, but with such great eloquence is amazing. Historian sounds like a Led Zeppelin record. I mean, it's got these huge crescendos and, and crashing guitars, and the sense of dynamics in the music is amazing because, you know, she'll start with a real quiet thing, and then by the end of, of you know, the song, it's just like it's 40 decibels higher than it was when it began. And, you know, I've always loved that in music. I don't, that's why I loved Nirvana so much, because they had those quiet little verses and then the crashing choruses, you know? And it's, it's a great musical trick, and she does it better than most anybody these days. She's one of the most powerful musical artists working in the South, South today, and she's only 23 years old. God knows what she's gonna be able to come up with over the next 20 years. Coming in at number two is an album called Boy Genius by a group of three women who call themselves Boy Genius. Phoebe Bridgers, Julian Baker, and Lucy Dacus. First time in the history of the Bitter Southerner list that we've ever had the same person on two different records that made it into our top ten. Ketchum, Idaho is, uh, I think NPR Music's Bob Boylan said that it's, it's like one of the most perfect songs about alienation that he had ever heard. Uh, 
and you know, it's these three women who are touring musicians. Uh, they're away from their homes, their families, that sort of thing. Uh, and they write so eloquently about that. Given the sorrow some company, nothing to say. Stay on the phone. Well, sorry, I do not know what else you want from me. I am never anywhere. I'm a sucker for harmony, and they sound their harmony is so beautiful it sounds like they're sisters. they're so young they've been making music for a long time you know they all started as teenagers and and it was interesting I read an interview with uh, Phoebe Bridgers in the LA Times where they asked her about how they came up with the name Boy Genius and she said and I quote here we've all been in collaborative environments where we felt that there was like a, a bizarre power dynamic that was being imposed on us because of our being younger and female the term boy genius is sort of a shorthand to describe the attitude of the entitled creative male who either realizing or not realizing it takes up all the space in the room. We need a drum roll here. <laughs> Uh, coming in at number one, the best Southern album of 2018. And judging from other people's lists, a lot of people think it's the best American album period of the year. It's by Atlanta's Janelle Monet, and it's called Dirty Computer. played the chorus of uh, of uh, Americans that's the last song out on the album and it's a, it's a really beautiful anthemic way to go out of a record that is absolutely strident all the way through sounds like the best Prince records ever made, you know, uh, and, it's, and, and Prince actually did some work with her on the album before he died, and, you know, I just, she's staking her claim, she's staking her right to be exactly who she is.
is a clip from a sermon by Pastor Sean McMillan of the Giant Steps Church in Chicago. Janelle Monet's record is the one that really unites the two big themes of Southern music this year. Women asserting their power and a sense of an urgent need to protest certain things that are going on in our country. And I guess that's it for us today. We always enjoyed doing our annual music list. Uh, it always starts a lot of debate. It's always a lot of fun. But we hope the thing it mainly does is open people's ears to music they haven't heard yet. And I hope we've done that for you here today on this bonus episode of the Bitter Southerner podcast. You can read the complete list of the top 30 Southern albums of 2018 at bittersouthern.com. That's also where you can subscribe to our podcast. And of course, we'd love to hear from you. You got a favorite record, favorite song from the South 2018? We'd love to hear what you think. You can contact us on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. It's easy to do. Our producer, Sean Powers. Sarah Shariari edits the show. Patterson Hood and his band, The Drive-By Truckers, had the great courtesy of giving us our theme music, which is a song from their album, American Band, called Ever South, which we think is highly appropriate for the theme of the Bitter Southerner podcast. And we are proud to be co-producing this with Georgia Public Broadcasting and all our team at the Bitter Southern Magazine. I'm Chuck Reese, and I got three instructions for you. Hug more necks, abide no hatred, and the most important is to do what you love with who you love. We'll see you on episode three.